How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Everybody loves Ray. Ron, you know what this means. It's time for Ray Fittipaldo of the Post-Gazette, one of your favorite people in this business, no, isn't no, he? No, no, he, no, you're very wrong on that. Yeah? He is my favorite person. Your very favorite in person. This business. Yeah, he, he texted me this morning. He was on at the airport at 439 for his flight out of Mobile. Ray, are you tired yet? You put in a full day. What a glamorous job we have, Ron. Uh, yeah, just landed in Pittsburgh and... Uh, Found an empty gate at the Pittsburgh airport, which isn't hard to do these days. So uh, <laughs> glad to talk to you guys. What a wonderful man you are, Ray. You're on the fan hotline, and that is brought to us by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing, heating, and air conditioning provider for over 50 years. You're also a college professor of some note, a professor of football. You grade the Steelers every week. Your report card is the most read thing on the website every week right after the game. So give the Arthur Smith hiring a grade, if you would. Joe, I'll I'll give it a B, um, and here's why. I I think he's exactly what they needed um, after Matt Canada. Matt Canada came here with no NFL experience on his resume. Um, Arthur Smith has been in the NFL for for 15 years now, and he's worked pretty much at every level, level, from quality control to a position coach, tight ends coach, offensive line coach, coordinator, and head coach. So he is the polar opposite of Matt Canada, and that's exactly what they needed after after what transpired here the last three years. The only reason I won't give it an A or an A-minus is – you know, and they haven't done this yet. They might do it. Maybe adding a senior consultant, maybe a passing game coordinator, a passing game consultant, um, somebody of that nature who can um, maybe get the, make sure Kenny Pickett um, is better, maybe somebody who can make the passing game better because we know Smith's background. Um, you know, he likes to run the ball. It's not to say he can't coordinate a passing game, but his forte is running the football. So, uh, I think it's a solid B, and I think uh, you know, I think the Steelers uh, will improve under his leadership. They didn't exactly scour the earth for uh, candidates, right? They only interviewed two other guys, Ray. Uh, I'm real concerned about the picket angle to this, developing the quarterback. Do you think they will hire somebody else? And, I mean, I see a guy like uh, Kingsbury <laughs> going to the Raiders, and I'm thinking, man, yeah. I'd have been a lot more happy with him than I am with Arthur Smith. Yeah, me though, Ron. I, you know, I, I think it's possible they they could hire somebody, um, you know, who will sort of oversee the quarterback situation. Um, 
but it has been quiet down there. And, uh, you know, I, I think the Steelers contingent got back last night or this morning. Um, you know, so maybe things were delayed a little bit because they were scouting at the senior bowl. So, you know, you might see a few moves on the coaching staff next week, maybe. Um, but I don't, I don't expect like major changes. Like people who think Arthur Smith is going to come in here and bring his whole, whole new staff and, you know, his guys, I don't think that's going to happen. I think, like I said, you could see a couple of changes, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be, uh, you know, a complete overhaul. Ray, I agree with you that, that Arthur Smith's calling card is the run game, but I don't think the run game needs to be fixed. I think the quarterback situation needs to be fixed, and I think maybe they needed or need someone who can make a mediocre to slightly above quarterback better than that, if that's even possible. I don't see them as having needed, you know, a master in the run game. I'll disagree with you slightly, Joe. If you look um, at their last two seasons, like you can't be a team in September and October that averages 40 yards a game. And then in December and January, you average 140 yards a game and you average out the middle of the pack. Um, You have to have a consistent running game from the start of the season in early September until the end of the season, if you're going to have an effective play-action passing game or an effective passing game overall. So I understand what you're saying. The the, the running game did improve, um, you know, the last couple of seasons, especially this year. I think they finished 13th or so. Um, But I, I think there has to be more consistency there in that running game. And if you look at what he did with A.J. Brown out there, um, he was able to scheme up runs after catches for A.J. Brown. Um, you know, he had a lot of success with tight ends. And, you know, people complain about the Steelers having all these tight ends and they don't use them. Arthur Brown is going to be able to use those guys. So I think, um, you know, just give it some time. I, I know people wanted a guy from the McVay or the Shanahan tree. That didn't happen. But I think just give Arthur Smith some time. I, you know, I think, um, you know, there will be some positive results. Ray, what you, uh, you listened to Art uh, last week, uh, this past week, um, you know, kind of lukewarm about uh, Pickett, pretty high about Mason, but, you know, hope to bring him back. What What do you think is going to happen with Mason Rudolph, and are they going to go outside for a veteran quarterback? Yeah, now with Smith's hire, that does make the quarterback situation um, a little bit more, I'm not going to say more uncertain, because it was always uncertain with Mason Rudolph being a free agent, but now you have the possibility of Ryan Tannehill or somebody like that um, who has played under Arthur Smith before to maybe come in and be that backup to Kenny Pickett. So, you know, I think that whole whole situation is is unclear right now. We don't know which direction they would want to go. You know, it could well work out that Arthur Smith likes Mason Rudolph and he thinks he could work with him. But, you know, he had a lot of success down there with Tannehill, um, a mobile quarterback, a guy who could go on the run a little bit guy who could make some things happen with his feet. Marcus Mariota the same way. He was the backup down there. I think Mariota actually won them a playoff game or got them into a playoff game the one year when Tannehill was hurt. So, um, you know, I don't know that Mason Rudolph fits that, but I don't necessarily know that Arthur Smith is going to need exactly what he had in Tennessee either. Ray, I'm curious about the whole Mason Rudolph dynamic if he comes back here. And I'm wondering how much do you buy in to this idea that's been pretty widely circulated that players like Deontay and George Pickens liked playing for Rudolph more than they did Kenny. 
uh, Deontay had that quote where he seemed to be saying uh, he prefers Mason. Do the Steelers, will they be reluctant to ha- to to ignite that sort of controversy if you believe that there's already that that's, that there's players already taking sides? You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean, Joe. And there, I listened to that quote. That co- quote was post game after the Buffalo game, and it didn't sound nearly as bad as it read in print. If you know what I mean, I agree. Sometimes, sometimes there's con- context there, but. I will tell you that, one, players love to put up numbers in an offense for obvious reasons. They want to win and they want to get paid. And number two, it's just better when you're successful and you're winning. So, you know, I I think it's only natural that everyone on that offense had better feelings about the offense in general, and not just the quarterback situation uh, late in the season when when Mason was was in there and was, was doing very well. So, um, you know, I think it's natural. You know, I, I think they're going to gravitate towards anyone who makes them look good and, you know, you know, has the Steelers in position to make the playoffs and, and win in the playoffs. And whether that's Mason Rudolph next year, Kenny Pickett or somebody else, that's how, you know, that's how Deontay Johnson and, and George Pickens, that's what's going to make them happy. Ray, do you agree with Tomlin and Art that they like the team better now than they did at this point last year? Because I don't. I, I, I had some yeah. reason of hope for Pickett last year after the Raiders game, the Ravens game, and I think he got a lot worse this year. How about you? Yeah, I mean, Ron, everyone's a year older on defense, right? And we all right. know they've tried to win with their defense the last couple of years. I don't know that you can do that anymore. Lots of questions. Is Cam Hayward going to be back? Is Patrick Peterson going to be back? Um, you know, uh, Levi Wallace. I mean, they need to draft a corner. I was just at the senior bowl and wrote about all their needs. I mean, you know, people are talking about the quarterback situation here. You got to go out and get a quarterback. Well, you need a corner, you need a defensive lineman, you need an offensive tackle, you need a center. So there, you know, to me, there's a lot more um, uncertainty about this season compared to last year. I'm not going to say they're in a worse situation or a better situation, but uh, I just feel like I'd be able, I'd be in better position to tell you after free agency, and after the draft, how I feel about this team. Because right now, I just think there's a ton of question marks. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And the text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Ray, let's take advantage of the fact that you were just in Mobile at the Senior Bowl uh, workouts this week. And right above your... Mugshot, very handsome man as well, isn't oh, he? Ray, Ray's a very attractive man. If is a headline that says if the Steelers draft a quarterback, who and when makes sense? Can you answer that for us? Yeah. How did you answer it in your story? If they do it, and I'm not convinced that they will, but if they do, I think they should do it fourth round or after, maybe third round if they really have a, a nice grade on a guy. I, I just don't think two years after Penny Pickett comes in the first round that you can afford to take a quarterback. Um, and then especially what I just mentioned, all of their other needs. So I think you, you have to address your, your immediate needs in the first and second rounds. And then, you know what, if you want to get a developmental guy in the third or fourth round, I mentioned a guy like Tulane's Michael Pratt or a guy like South Carolina's Spencer Rattler, um, you know, a guy who's not going to come in and, and, and be a distraction or be competition for Kenny Pickett right now. But if you want to get, a guy who's maybe a backup down the road, a 
or maybe a guy you want to take a flyer on who you think might be a starter down the road. I think fourth rounder after, maybe third round at the earliest. Ray, I I loved all the reports down there, people following Tomlin and what he does. Uh, it sounds like he's a very hands-on guy down there, all over the field, talking to a lot of different people. Is that what you saw? Oh, yeah. I mean, he, Ron, he's in every single drill. Um, you know, early in the week, it was the offensive uh, line, defensive line drills, both the run-blocking drills and the pass-pro drills. Um, you know, he's like that up at training camp. He loves it. I mean, he, he just loves to be around um, those guys and, you know, watch those drills. And, you know, there's another um, uh, story that we were told by uh, Toledo quarterback, cornerback uh, Quinion Mitchell and Michigan receiver Roman Wilson. Uh, they met, I believe, on Tuesday night, and Tomlin orchestrated that they go one-on-one against each other for the next day, and that's exactly what they did. So Tomlin thinks there's a lot of value in the senior bowl. He also likes to orchestrate things and uh, get matchups that he wants to see, and uh, he was certainly able to do, uh, do that down here this week. Are there any drills where they practice punting from the Colts' 39-yard line, Ray? <laughs> The uh, the really goofy people who are in my chat, well, they'll be happy to know that the Iowa punter was there this week. So I got to see him kick a few times. And uh, who knows, he might be in my mock draft in uh, the seventh round or so uh, next week. One of your mock drafts. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. One of your mock drafts. Tell me, tell me in all your uh, travels this week about one guy that you saw and you said he would make a good stealer. I don't care the position, the round. Who was it? Uh, Jackson Powers Johnson uh, was kind of hoping it would be the second round, but I think if they're going to get this guy now, center. probably have to be at number 20 overall. He's the center from Oregon, uh, 335 pounds, so you don't have to worry about your center being pushed around like Kendrick Green and Mason Cole on occasion got pushed around. He's a big guy. He can stand his ground. He's also a really good athlete. He can move out there. Excellent in pass pro. Also played guard down there this week. He looked just as efficient, just as good at guard um, as he did at center. And one other thing that I think will make him attractive to the Steelers and a lot of other teams, he's going to turn 21 here and I think in a couple months. So he is one of these young um, prospects. You know, you get these guys, second contracts up, he's only 24 years old. So if you hit on him and he's a really good player, um, you know, that would make a ton of sense for you just in terms of your team building. So, uh, you know, that, that's my number one guy um, coming out of Mobile. We'll see if he's still around at 20 because he had a really, really good week. Right. Who else was Donner? Was Omar there? Was Andy Weidel there? I mean, did you see Arthur yeah. Smith at all? Did not see Arthur Smith. Uh, yeah, Andy Weidel, Omar Khan, Mike Tomlin, Terrell Austin was down here. And then uh, just on the plane back here, I saw a bunch of other scouts who were down there as well. So, uh, yeah, they had the normal big contingent down here. They're only allowed, I think, maybe three or four coaches on the field. Um, so that was mostly, you know, the GMs and, and, and Mike Tallman. But, uh, yeah, they, they, they had their normal, uh, you know, cast of characters down here. Ron, is it too soon to engage in a game of free association? Uh, you know what? I'm kind of Why don't you ask Ray another I'm question? I'm kind of building up to the excitement mm. of uh, – Go ahead. Uh, Anything of, you're of curious that. about. He's just in an airport at an empty gate. How about the defensive lineman, Ray? Because I think that might be their greatest need. Anybody yeah, jump out with, at you there? I agree with you, Ron. It's, it's not a great year for defensive linemen in the draft. There's probably 
two, maybe three, who might go in the first round. Um, one of them was down there, and you know he's he's a guy who could be there first round or second round. He's uh, Darius Robinson from Missouri. Um, you know, a guy who has the body type of Cam Hayward. Um, very good athlete. I think you could add some weight to him. I think he's 290 pounds, so you can get him up to about 300, and he would fit that 3-4 defensive end mold. So, um, you know, that's one defensive lineman who is here. A bunch of other underclassmen, uh, you know, will be in the mix. We'll get a chance to see them at the combine. But, yeah, Darius Robinson is definitely one defensive lineman who uh, did a good job in Mobile this week. You mentioned Cam. What's your feel now? Is he is he going to be back and is he going to end up doing some sort of new deal? He has said he doesn't want a pay cut. Yeah, I mean, it, there's plenty of time for that, to be honest, Ron. Um, you know, we're going to get uh, Omar at the Combine here in a couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure Omar's going to say, yeah, we're going to get that done. Um, but those conversations have to be had in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, they got to get with Cam. they got to get with his agent and, you know, see what dollar amount would be okay for him to play for and vice versa. You know, what are the willing, what are the Steelers willing to pay him after a season like that when he dealt with so many injuries? So the one thing Cam has going in him for his favor, it's a bunch of things. I mean, he's a, he's a great locker room guy. He's, he's been a Steeler for, for over a decade now, but he also has the benefit of the Steelers being very, very weak at defensive line. So I, you know, I think that does play into his favor. Um, but again, I you know I think I've mentioned this the last couple of weeks. I don't think he'll be back for that sixteen million dollars salary that he's due. Joe, it's time. Ray, it is time. <clears throat> it's time. God bless me. Are you ready? I am ready, Joe. Which month are we going to see Tomlin's new extension? Say March. They will definitely pick up Najee's fifth-year option. Definitely. The over-under for acceptable points per game under Artie Smith would be what, in your humble opinion? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. 23. TJ will win Defensive Player of the Year next week. No. TJ should. He should. Yeah, he should. At the Senior Bowl, did they have any drills where the receivers practiced running backwards after catching the ball? (laughs) (laughs) They did not. Did they have any drills where receivers were told to quit in the middle of plays? (laughs) And not block. They did not. No. Would you be interested in Eric Bieniemy? As a senior offensive consultant or yeah. some such thing? Absolutely. Why not? He didn't get a head coaching job, and that's an annual story. I'll, you know, uh, that, that would be a great story for somebody to, to do someday, why he never got a head coaching job. But, uh, yeah, I, I would definitely consider that. Me too. How about a pass game coordinator, or will that be Sully? Uh, well, I mean, Sully, Sully basically has done that the last couple of years. Um does Artie need left. one? I guess that's what I'm yeah. saying. Does Arthur Smith I, need that I, guy with him? Listen, I don't think it would hurt. We all know the Steelers have the smallest or one of the smallest coaching staffs in the league. I, I think getting more people who have expertise and making your offense better, the more the merrier, I say. How about Mike Vrabel for one year in the Brian Flores role as the defensive consultant? Uh, once again, I would be on board for that. The one thing is he's a pretty strong personality, um, you know, so you would have to make sure that would work, um, you know, with the other coaches, with Mike. But, uh, yeah, definitely. I, I think he's a, he's a terrific coach. Our colleague Jerry Dulac in his chat indicated that Mike Munchak might have been a possibility for the Steelers this offseason, but they're happy with Pat Meyer. If you had a chance to get Mike Munchak, would you have simply moved on from Meyer? Um, that's a tough question. Uh, that's why Joe yeah, asked him. Yeah, I would have. I, I would have. Yeah. Pat Fryermuth going into the last year of his deal. Does he get a new contract this off season? Yeah, but probably not as much as he was hoping for. Percent chance Deontay's traded this off season. Uh, 10%. Lastly, percent chance that this guy, and I'm, I'm on board with him. I am. I want them to take this guy, even though I want a defensive line. Jackson Powers Johnson. What a great name for a center. Percent chance the Steelers take him at 20. Can you have two JPJs on your team first? We have to answer that. And, yes, I do think he'll be there at 20. Ray, I got one to finish here. Um, Are you surprised Belichick has no job? Uh, Yeah, like at the beginning of the cycle, I thought he would have first off the board or – you know, one of the guys who was picking his, his own situation. So uh, I do think it's interesting with the Patriots fizzling out without Brady, 
with Rabel and Tennessee kind of having some some down years that maybe people are going away from that Patriots model a little bit this year. Maybe, you know, they'll, they think they could have some better luck in other ways, but all it takes is one, two, three, four openings next year, and, you know, maybe one or both of those guys will get hired. Ray, you're a wonderful man. Safe travels. Ray, get home. I know you're eager to get home. You you had to be feel like you were sentenced to Mobile to some degree. It's <laughs> nice that you're back home, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week. All right, guys. Have a good day. I'll talk to you. See you, Raymond. Those are some pretty good questions, weren't they, Ron? Uh, that's, I told you. I said that's why you ask them. Would you like to answer them? Sure. Sean, would you? Yeah, let's do it. Both of you give quick answers, no more than one word or two. Okay. Which month for the Tomlin new extension? July. February. Ooh. Holy horse milk. Uh, I'm going to say March. I'll agree with Ray. Najee definitely gets the fifth year. Yes. Yes, he will. Yes. Over, under, acceptable points per game for Artie Smith in his first year. Hold on one second while I test Ray's answer against what the league did and see if that was a reasonable answer. What was his answer, answer, 23? 23. That doesn't sound like enough to me, Ron. It truly doesn't. But let me just check here. 23 points a game would have gotten you just outside the top 10 this year. Not I'd like good enough. I'd like 25. 24. 26. TJ will win defensive player of the year next week. No. Negative. No. TJ should. Yes. Probably. Acceptable answer no, or no? No, That's yes or a no, probably. Yes or no here. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, does the combine have drills where receivers practice running backwards? You think no. Tomlin could bring some clips of Deontay no. and then go through a little drill, catch the ball, run back that way toward the opposing goal line no. or toward your own goal line? <laughs> they absolutely should. They should for sure. And then they should have some clips of him and Pickens quitting for the guys. They're quitting. Say, this is how you quit in the middle of a play. Got to teach him early, yeah. Teach him, that's right. <laughs> Maybe they could do it the opposite. Like, this is what you don't do. That'd be that, yeah. ne- that negative uh, reinforcement. Right. Never never quit in the middle of a play. Eric Bieniemy as a senior consultant. Sure. I love that idea. I'm glad I thought of it. it should happen, won't happen. Why won't it? it could just That doesn't seem what they do, yeah. right? With one exception with Flores. Well, no, they brought in Glenny. They brought in Flores. Yeah, but I don't even know what Glennie did. Well, the point is they brought in a senior consultant. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right? I, I think the enemy's a big enough name, though, that he might be able to find maybe something, a better situation than that. It's getting late early yeah, out there for him. It's late early. You're right. Uh, how about Vrabel in the Brian Flores role sure, on defense? Sure. That'd be wonderful for him. Should, a but won't. Why? Same thing. Uh, they need a pass game coordinator or... Is that guy going to be Sully? And are you happy with that? I, I think they need a pass game coordinator. I'd much rather have one of something like that than Frable for the defense. Would that be higher than offensive consultant? It would be more hands-on, I would think, than offensive consultant. Yeah. Then maybe they could, as opposed to be enemy, as you said, for a consultant, maybe they could find he or someone else that could do something like that that's a little bit more concrete of a role because consultant to me doesn't really define anything it's kind of nebulous 
It is. I mean, I think Flores played the role where he could walk into any meeting room and anybody could bounce ideas off him. I think it's great to have a guy like that, you know, even for just for a year. You know, Ben used to talk to Dick LeBeau. How would you attack me if you were a defense? Stuff like right, that. Right. You could ask. I think the enemy would be great at that. Uh, would you have, if Mike Munchak indeed was an option, as Jerry Dulac said he may have been this offseason, would you have kindly moved on from Pat Meyer and brought back Munchak? I'm not quite sure how you do that kindly. <laughs> you say Mike Munchak's but, available. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think his gold jacket automatically creates uh, credibility and life isn't fair. I'm not saying that Meyer hasn't been really good here and would deserve that, but I would move on from Munchak. Absolutely move on. Yes. Jackson Powers Johnson. Man, the more I hear about him, 335 pounds, uh, outstanding athlete, already a good pass blocker. Pancakes people, Ron, like he's at uh, what? IHOP. That's what I was thinking. IHOP. Very good. Same wavelength. Yeah. That's scary to me. He's only 21. (laughs) Baby. I'm all over this. He's a baby. Give me a guy in the middle of of your offense. Right. I think games are won from the middle on out, same as baseball teams. Ben would always tell you his guy was his center. I think they might get the WVU center. Who's that? I think his Adam name is Zach, Crowley. Zach, well, Zach Frazier, I think his name is. <laughs> what if Crowley lined up at center? <laughs> you, oh, need, you would need 18 Crowleys to get to 335 pounds. He's got that extra dad is. strength now, though, so he he's does. got that going for him. He does have dad strength. This was incrinculent, Ron, wasn't it? Very good. I always love having Raymond on. That was one of the greatest Q&As we've ever had, and I did it. You always But you don't it. give You're me great. any credit. Sean, will you? I said it. Yeah, you, you did terrific. it with Kennedy today, too. You're two for two on those. <laughs> and that was good, too, wasn't he, it? He, he I think has, it's because needs, I lost weight. He needs pats on the back here. Don't we, we all, Ron? It was great. Don't we all want pats on the back? Ah, who cares? When's the last time someone actually patted you on the back? Uh, never. When like he was any, choking, probably. Literally or figuratively. <laughs> when he was choking. Literally You need or someone figuratively. in your life to pat you on the I back do. once in I a do. while to say, Ron, good job. I'm proud I'm of you. I'm pretty hopeless, though. Hopeless, helpless, repulsive, and repugnant. Jeez. That's me. I Taking think a Ron turn needs for therapy, the, the dark you? side. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should go to yoga. Goat yoga. What's that? You do it with. Yeah, goats are standing on you when you do it or something, I guess. Ron, well, what's would you hot do yoga? yoga is it? that when you do it in like a hundred degree room? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. That might be dangerous. I think Ron needs a self esteem boost. Oh, I sure do. And I think therapy combined with yoga would help him. You? You could probably do both at once. I think so. Yeah. Therapeutic yoga. All right, Ron. <laughs> Coming up, Tom Wilson paid Sidney Crosby an immense compliment. We have that clip. From what passes for the All-Star game, whatever that is. Sid working out in Montana. How about that? Love it. Not surprised. And also, back to Belichick. We were going to talk about this earlier. What exactly happened here? I think there's a great story in The Athletic uh, that takes a close look at that, why everybody rejected Bill Belichick, most of them, except for Atlanta, even for an interview. Why? Let's talk about that. Coming up on Cook and Joe. Uh, I missed this one, Ron. Where is it? Oh, listen to the uh, Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Ron, 
Joe, I want to finish the week talking about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, and I always like to do it with the motto, the slogan that comes right from the top, right from Bob Beal, who's built a plumbing company empire going on 21 years in this market, and Mr. Rooter Plumbing continues to get better and better and better. Their slogan, their motto, quote, we're Mr. Rooter, call us, we're the best plumbers in the business. That about sums it up perfectly for me. Mr. Rooter Plumbing is the best plumber in the business. More than 50 trucks out on the road every day. You can't help but see them. Maybe you had a plumbing problem this morning in your home, but backed up sewer maybe. You called 412 Rooter 2. Or maybe you went to work, your place of business, you had a broken water heater. You called 412 Rooter 2. One of those 50 trucks that are out on the road every day came to your uh, business to fix the problem. Ask for the Ron Cook special, by the way. Anytime you have any kind of a plumbing problem, ask for the Ron Cook special. They'll give you 10% off what's already a reasonable bill. I can't recommend them enough, and I've said it over and over and over and over again on this show. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Ron, this show is going by quickly. I'm well, at least to me. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> at least to me. Time ha- flies when you're having fun. I don't get the impression that Ron is having a similar experience, Sean. No, Do you? No, the the I got a double dip of free association today. Both excellent, extremely p- well put together. I thought questions, so. Yeah, the answers. questions were very I thought, insightful. I, 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 Seth, I thought the questions were some of the best I've ever heard. I thought it At was least. a terrific segment both ways, not just with Ray, who I've come to expect, but with Tyler Kennedy. Yeah. It was extremely well done, Joe. Extremely well done. The best version I've ever heard with, me too. with TK as well. No, me too. Me I get too. the impression that you're serious and that Ron's not. <laughs> I did get a, I did get a uh, text. Had a boy from uh, somebody? From Folsey who said that was the best Tyler Kennedy ever was. And I credit Ron for that. An attaboy, Joe. Attaboy. Pat on the back for all of us. I he was say. on for like a half hour, but he was great today, he was wasn't he? He was good today, yeah. He He's liked, excited for his big weekend. He, he liked to, talking about those fighting days of his. Yeah, like, uh, who was it, Jamie Ben, Or no. Yeah. No, some other guy where... Um, day before Christmas. The day before Christmas. Oh, He said yeah, we're going to yeah. fight. Travis... Uh, ha- 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 Hamannick? Hamannick, yeah. I think that's who it was. Gave him a black eye, and his wife hated him for yeah, it. Yeah, and then the, the wife came up to Tyler and said, in every one of our Christmas photos, my husband has a black eye. <laughs> that was tremendous. That anyway, was... speaking of hockey players who have given and received a lot of black eyes, Tom Wilson, All-Star Weekend, not somebody you would expect to be complimenting Penguins. This is from Taylor Haas of DK, who asked this question and posted this on Twitter. Uh, here is Tom Wilson, of all people. On Sidney Crosby. Tom, you've played against Crosby a couple times this season. Just how much do you marvel at the year he's having at 36 years old? Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, every time you see him, every time you watch him play, anytime you play against him, you're just, he's got that wow factor. He just continues to wow people and um, carries himself obviously very well. I got to talk to him a little bit at the media tour earlier this year. And, just a, a great player for the game of hockey. So I'm, I'm uh, obviously we go we go at it and we, we play hard when we're playing against each other. But um, you know he's a well-respected guy around the league, and it's pretty incredible what he's able to do. There you go. You know Tom Wilson is one of those guys you absolutely hate him on the other team, 
if he played for your team, you'd find a way to like him. Oh, there's no doubt. Tyler talked about that. And there's I also no think he's, he's mellowed out a lot. He used to be involved in some sort of suspendable incident once a month. I think he probably maybe like Matt Cook, right? Yes. Matt Cook turned over the new leaf, if right. you will. Got tired of being suspended. And I think in Matt Cook's case, I think Mario and the management told him, hey, you know, you either clean it up or you're out of hockey. And he he listened to that. And I, I'll bet t- there's some of that with Tom Wilson, who everybody knows that he's a has been a cheap shot guy, but he's a pretty damn good player. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he he's not player. just a cheap shot artist. He's a good player. But the way he used to play the cheap shot artist completely overshadowed right. that. And he was also a guy that went out of his way to injure hockey players. And that's the same thing the Penguins thought about Ovechkin a long time ago, too, where Orpik said he's out there trying to injure our players. Oh, Ovechkin used to try to go after Malkin, his country. Used to try to kill him. All that stuff has mellowed out, which I guess is the good news and the bad news because the Capitals-Penguins rivalry is just, it's really not even a thing to me anymore. It's just no. another game. They're, they're they're just two teams. Yeah, they're just, just two, two teams. teams. I'll never forget the first time they met in the playoffs. I was doing a show. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, out in Oakmont, was it? At a bar? <clears throat> and God bless it, you. And it was Ovechkin and Crosby and all those great players. And I swear, at the, at the beginning of the game, it went 10 minutes before there was a whistle. It was just the highest level of intense hockey imaginable. And they played some of the greatest series that I've ever seen in my life uh, in the NHL. And I've seen many, many series. They were among the greatest I've ever seen, and it's it's sad in a way, but it's great memories. Yeah, I go of, back to the early '90s when they played in the playoffs with Dale Hunter and, and people like that. Um, it it it's always been a good rivalry, but Ovechkin and Sid kind of became the face of the league, right? The two faces of the league. Yeah. They took it to a higher level, and their level. teams were were they were the two best teams in the East, is what they were, and they would meet in the first round because either the playoff configuration or Sometimes the Penguins didn't come in with the highest of point totals, whatever. Right. It didn't matter. It was the two best teams in the East, and if you were watching it, you knew that. And it no longer is that way, right? No, they're just two teams. Just two middle-of-the-pack, mediocre teams. Yeah. What's the best rivalry in hockey now? I can't even think of one off the top of my head. I was going to bring up, you know, way back in the 90s, 
my heyday with the Red Wings against the Avalanche oh, was so was that good. Great. That was pure. I don't violence. think there's anything close close to that, or even probably the peak of Penguins. How about Capitals? Edmonton, yeah, yeah. No. Colorado, Edmonton, Vegas, Colorado, maybe Colorado, Vegas, Colorado, Vegas. Um, you know, now with teams becoming, I mean, Vancouver's a legitimate Cup contender. You know, they and they and Colorado should be a hell of a, a, a matchup if it comes to that. I don't know that there's great rivalries right now. There aren't really. That's a great point. Another yeah. one by Sean. Don't call me. I mean, me the Seth Rangers, Myers. Rangers, Devils, Rangers, Islanders. And eh, not, not. I don't think. I don't think. No, I'm just throwing names out there. There's not a great rivalry. How about Boston with anybody? No. They reconfigured these divisions: Boston, Florida, Boston, Tampa Bay, Boston, Toronto. There's, there is none. There's none. Buffalo and Toronto. Toronto used to be good Toronto, in the 70s. Toronto, Montreal. Yeah, that rivalry sucks. It's not even a rivalry. It is. It does. I can't believe what a great point that was by Sean. They don't exist anymore. Man, Penguins, he's, Flyers. He's just making one great point after another. The only thing better on our show today was your two, two free associations <laughs> other than the points he's making. You're right about that. Now to Belichick. This was a great story. I really enjoyed it. It's called by Jeff Howe, Why Bill Belichick, perhaps the greatest coach in NFL history, didn't land a job. And the photo, Ron, do you have your glasses on? Look at that photo of Belichick in classic, like, scowling fashion. Scowling fashion. And the conclusion I drew from this, because when you think about it, what are we talking about here? This guy's still energetic, still wants to coach. I don't care how old he is, and he's Bill Blank and Belichick. And nobody hired him? Some of these sad sack joke franchises, like the Commanders and, and, and the Falcons, didn't hire him. And, Ron, the conclusion I made is it, it's because he's a jerk and regarded that way. And I think a lot of people hated him and hated the Patriots, not just because they won, but because of how Belichick yeah. was. And they don't want to cede that combined with, they don't want to cede control of their whole franchise to this domineering personality. He's not a GM. His work with the Patriots in terms of personnel late in his career was disastrous. So you combine the fact they don't like him with the fact that he wants seemingly wants total control and it was... We're not even going to interview you. That's the part that really Atlanta got me. is the only team that did. Right. They interviewed him twice. And there seemed to be how reports some momentum, but here we go. Sources close to Belichick cited a frosty relationship with Falcons president Rich McKay as the primary reason the parties could not or would not work together. He has a frosty relationship with everybody in the league, it seems. Was Belichick on the competition committee? I don't know. I mean, Rich McKay, I think, is the head of it, isn't it? I mean, yes. I wonder if they have a background there or lack Maybe. of, ba- lack oh, of right. background. Exactly. There. And he's famously stubborn as well. And as Howe writes, it's fair to wonder why Belichick wouldn't just put his head down, adapt to another team's way of business, and focus on coaching his way to another 15-plus wins. To another sh- to catch Shola. Right. But he wouldn't. He wouldn't go all in uh, to pitch craft on a way to turn around the Patriots' misfortune. So I read into that that he wanted out of New England. Maybe he doesn't think he can win there. And then in these other places, just that. Too much control and 
don't like the guy. That That's the impression I get, Ron. Yeah, I mean, it's just why wouldn't – he's a proven winner when he has a quarterback. I mean, if I was uh, the Chargers, I would have definitely been interested in him. Now, I think they got a pretty good guy in Harbaugh. Yeah. But I would have definitely been interested in him. Look what he did with a great quarterback. I mean, any team in history, you would think, would at least have interest enough to want to pry into the mind of Bill Belichick. I sure would. Yep. I would want to know everything there is to know. I wonder how many of those jobs he would, would like, they might have called and he said, hey, I'm not interested. Like Carolina with Bryce Young. I don't know. I mean, if he Washington. was willing to go to Atlanta, aren't you willing to go anywhere? Yeah, that's true, too. I don't that's know. Even too. even even with a frosty relationship with Rich McKay, he interviewed there, I think, twice. He did interview. That's the only two interviews he did. And then attached to that story is, I think it's Greg Bedard in Boston, yes, uh, revealed yesterday that the Eagles were very interested with Bel- in Belichick if things didn't work out. And Bedard said, and I quote him, probably the most in- interesting thing I've heard um, is that the Eagles were, were very interested and that they could be at the front of the line if things go again poorly for, for Sirianni and, and, and next Dallas year. is the other team. And Dallas. Jerry Jones has said, hey, I could work right. with Belichick. We, I know each other. We get along fine. That's what he says. How about I mean, what, this? What if, you're, what if you're Mike McCarthy and you hear that? You better not start 0-4. Well, he already knows that, that, that everything is tenuous with that you guy. You better not start 0-4 next year. How about this idea? Things come full circle for Belichick because it doesn't work out with Dayball in New York. They have a second straight horrendous season. Goes back to save the Giants and goes full circle. Back to where he was with Lawrence Taylor. Holy bird milk, Ron. Yeah, that game plan from the Super Bowl shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. They they put his defensive game plan against the Bills from that Super Bowl in the Hall of Fame. He gave up a point a minute. The game plan that belongs in the Hall of Fame is their offensive game plan with O.J. Anderson where they ran the ball for 40. They held the ball for 42 minutes, Ron. <laughs> Defensively, Belichick gave up seven, uh, 17 points in 19 minutes. Why is that going to the Hall of Fame? Huh? Did you see it there, by the way? I did. That was you right saw his the, defensive uh, game plan? His hoodie was right there, right? Was I that... saw the hoodie. I didn't see that game plan. It must be somewhere well, else. I thought it was a, 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 was it a Sean Payton game plan. Yeah. Right next to the hoodie. Yeah. Oh, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. No, somewhere in that Hall of Fame is a bad is a bad defensive game plan. You guys better have to go back there and find it then. Maybe do another show from there. Man, I'd go up there any time that they would have me, especially if Ron would go with me. You wouldn't believe how oh, we, we bonded had, we on that We bonded trip. for an hour and 40 minutes. And, you know, I got a little picture behind the scenes while we were there. Joe was formulating some of his free associations that are come to fruition today. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I saw— They come to fruition in the commercial break before uh, people I, come I, on. I saw, I saw it formulated, Sean, don't call me Seth. The fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing, heating, and air conditioning provider for over 50 years. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. I've got a rant coming up, Ron. It's on a baseball situation as it relates to the Pirates, and it's chronically frustrating and makes me very, very angry. Does it make you want to vomit? Sort of, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to combine that with the Steelers' schedule is set for next season. 
So are the rest of the teams in the AFC North. And I think there is one team that is completely set up to win the division based on schedules. I'll tell you who that is next. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Cloudy today with a high of 42. Warmer this weekend. It's cooking Joe. Thank you, Sean. With your fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.